Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. You're on 657 AM, radio with the truth in his voice. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you live. We trust the Father is doing you good, man. Blessing you so much. And, uh, of course, we are together throughout. This is happening up to 8 o'clock. And uh, we are going to be going to part two of the fatherhood of Yahuwah, Elohim, his fatherhood. What, what must Kuluma uh, about the fatherhood? to Elohim is our father and what is his fatherhood even all about uh, we are going to look into it and uh, uh, last week we touched on it um, uh, but you know uh, I should say it's okay this 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 is what comes with the territory man uh, when we are doing a show like this, uh, at times, guests, uh, before answering the question, they will address uh, the upcoming issues or issues that are arising from comments of other guests. That That is that is purely acceptable. It is acceptable. They should do that. Bear with us if that becomes the case, you know, because... We, we can't avoid that as long as it keeps us relevant to the topic at hand. And believe you me, uh, we have grown a thick skin here. We learn from each other. We don't become easily uh, uh, somewhat, uh, you know, uh, insulted when, when, when others are opposing what we are saying or when we are opposing what others are saying. And some people also would send WhatsApps and say what they say. It is okay. It is okay. So, our guests are already here on the line. Let me start with uh, uh, Karabo Maraka. Mruti, my friend. Greetings. Welcome. Ah, greetings, my brother. <laughs> and yes, uh, thank you very much for welcoming me. And let me also take this time to greet my other brothers, uh, uh, Prof. Kabamba, uh, as well as uh, Baruch Yahoo, and also to greet our beloved uh, uh, listeners and participants of Radio Pulpit uh, on this uh, show. Uh, we greet in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach. Thank you so much, and uh, let us welcome Baruch Yahoo Mayaki. Welcome, sir. Shalom, shalom, shalom to the house of Yasharal. Shalom to all the listeners of Radio Pulpit. Shalom to you, uh, my Aki. Shalom to Dr. Muruti Muraka and to Professor Kabamba. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's all going to be well. Thank you. <laughs> I, I trust that. <laughs> I'm happy about that. And uh, uh, let's welcome Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also uh, on the line. Muruti, greetings. Yeah, greetings to you too, and thank you very much for having us again today. We want to greet everyone, we want to greet uh, uh, brother Baruki uh, Yahoo, and uh, also um, uh, my brother um, Ruti Muraka, 
And also we greet all the listeners and we believe that today we shall have, or tonight actually we shall have a wonderful time and we thank the Lord for this beautiful evening. Thank you so much. And uh, we are talking about the fatherhood of Yahuwah, Elohim. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I quoted, remember, First uh, Chronicles seventeen thirteen. I will be his father and he shall be my son. And I will not take my mercy away from him as I took it from him who was before you. Um, this is a covenant uh, adoption into the household of the father, uh, Yehua Elohim. Uh, his fatherhood is indicative of the covenant of adoption. Uh, then we are able to cry out, Abba. We are able to, to speak and call unto his name in the truest of forms. And um, we become his household, Yasharal, his household, you know. And I also looked into First uh, Chronicles 29.10. Therefore, uh, David blessed Yahuwah before all the assembly and said, Blessed are you, Yahuwah. Elohim of Israel, our Father forever and ever. A fatherhood that will never change. Um, a fatherhood that will stay on uh, even if heaven and earth passes away. This fatherhood spoken in the word, which is the word, will stay on. Um, this is an unshakable fatherhood. Um, it is a fatherhood also that we see a grace of being part of him, our creator, Elohim. And it is amazing, therefore, there, that uh, we see this mercy of being taken in by him. And the blessed assurance, which people in a business sector will say a guarantee, a blessed assurance that says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is our father forever and ever. Yet when we go to Psalm 68, verses 5, we see him also being a father in another way. And he says he is the father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is Yahuwah in his holy habitation. We see his fatherhood in the ministry of mercy. Those who have lost their fathers, he becomes their fathers. The widows who have lost their husbands, he becomes their defender. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now we see the practice of it. We see the, you know, how broad his fatherhood now is becoming. We also go on to 63 verse 16 of Isaiah. Doubtless you are our father. Through Abra Though Abraham was ignorant of us, and Yasharal does not acknowledge us, you, O Yehua, are our father, our redeemer from everlasting is your name. Now we see his fatherhood now being the works of our salvation. We see the Yahusha now. His fatherhood also dons what we see as our salvation. It says, even though those who were before us were not aware, the concept ignorant does not mean that they were not paying attention. They were not aware of us in the manner in which 
we have become aware. He says, though they were ignorant of us, it means they were not considering us since we were far-fetched. We were far ahead in time, so much in the future. It says, because of that, they didn't have a clear view of us, even though they had an idea of us. But you had remained the father that you are. You had remained the father that you are. And says, you also had become our redeemer from everlasting to everlasting, indicating the time I'd spoken about. From everlasting to everlasting. You had become now our salvation. Your fatherhood is also the work of our salvation. Hence, Yahusha. This is amazing. Murudimiraka, let me take it to you, part two, because I know load shedding is coming over to you. What say you? Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. And I I want to start there where you say this is a covenant. Yeah. And say, when we look at the scriptures, a covenant is a relationship. Mm. It's a relationship where you have two unequal partners. Yeah. Or parties. The one party is superior and the other party is subservient. And generally, the senior partner provides protection, provides sustenance, and the junior partner uh, promises obedience. Mm. So, if we look at the books of the scriptures, mm. from Genesis until we arrive in, in the last book, which is the book of Revelation, mm. uh, our Heavenly Father has been developing this concept of uh, a covenant mm. uh, uh, by progressively teaching us what it is all about. Yeah. Uh, he started with Noah, where he was showing that all things are under his control. That when Noah found grace in his eyes uh, and walked in righteousness, he was saved from the destruction of those that had uh, rejected mm, mm. walking in covenant with God. Mm-hmm. And from there, he expounded it by taking it to uh, 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 the level of of showing how it is a very intimate relationship between men. That ends up a Okay, Maruti, sorry, sorry there. I didn't hear you quite clear. There's someone that is working with a... Is it a grinder or is it a machine uh, uh, on the three of you? I don't know, b- because it, it's interrupting us. Sorry? 
Et à... Yeah, there's someone who is. I don't know okay, if. Uh, I think it's on my side. Let me just move away from that because you have a lot shedding. Oh. Find the space where you can have a, a proper talk. Oh, Let okay. Let me just move away from this. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, all fine. Right. We will be quite soon. Uh, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you, Muruti. Yeah, yeah. Let me get back to you, Muruti. You were cutting a bit. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. Maruti. Muruti, Muruti, we we can't hear you clearly. I don't know what is going on, but your phone is cutting a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Are you using extensions there? Sorry, Muruti. Okay. Uh, no, no, you, you still... Uh, look, I hear you in cuts and bits. Uh, it just happened recently. You were, you were sounding quite clear and then all of a sudden there are cuts and interruptions. I don't know if I should dial you again. Uh, yeah, should I dial you on the other number already or on this one? The other number, Nemruti. Okay, let me do that now. Um, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but there is a bit of interruption, uh, which makes us not to be able to hear Muruti in, in the right way. So I'm going to change his line uh, so that we can hear him clearly. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. This is what happens on live radio. And these things come across. By the way, we are talking about the fatherhood of Yehuwah Elohim. And uh, as to what it is all about and part two of it. And my stressing point here is the aspect of covenant. And let me just read Genesis 17 verses 7. It says, And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations. For an everlasting covenant to be Yehuah Elohim to you and your descendants after you. To be Yahuwah to you, your creator Elohim and your descendants. To be a father to you and your descendants. It's, it's an amazing covenant there. Muruti Muraka, are you back, sir? I'm back. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm clear. Very clear. Very clear, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, picking up there, even where you are talking uh, about Genesis chapter 17, it's about this man, Abram. Yeah. And then God changed his name to Abraham, mm. meaning father of uh, many nations. Mm. And 
it was not accidental. It's because God is developing the concept for us to understand his fatherhood. Mm. And he then uh, 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 entered into a covenant with the nation of Israel. And what we will see with the nation of Israel when we read the scriptures is that you would constantly say, I am your God and you are my people. Or I am your Elohim and you are my people. He was now stressing the fact that I am the most high. I am the highest one. I am the mightiest. I am uh, 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 the one that you should look up to and you should be my people. A, 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 a holy nation, mm. in other words, exclusive, not uh, uh, worshipping any others. And then he moves on and the, uh, uh, establishes a covenant with Levi. When Phineas uh, was acted, if one could say acted, when people were were, were going against God uh, with with the women of the Midianites, and he he stepped in and killed even the prince who who had blatantly brought in a Midianite woman. And God said, you shall always serve before me. And Levi means uh, uh, one who kings, one who is united. In other words, again, he was stressing the point that our clinging or our being united to him in this covenant Mm. should be such that the loyalty is only to him. We shall remember that our Lord Jesus Christ said it is impossible to serve two uh, uh, masters. It's either we will love one and hate the other, or we will be loyal to one and despise the other. Mm. And God was showing that in terms of us having loyalty, uh, it, it is what is required in this relationship. And lastly, he entered into a covenant with David. When David wanted to, and that's where you read First uh, Chronicles. Mm. And last week, uh, 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 we were actually also reading Second Samuel chapter 7, which is the same. Now there, when, when, when David wanted to build God a house, God said to him, no, you will not build me a house. I am the one who's going to build your house. And then he expounded that, that this means a kingdom where your seed, one of your sons, is actually one who comes from your loins, is actually having to have a relationship with me. That is very, very intimate where I will be a father to him, and he will be my son. Mm. 
Yeah. And he will be also the king on Israel's throne, and it will be an everlasting kingdom. <clears throat> and we know when we read in Luke, we hear that that same one is the one we call Jesus, the anointed one, the Messiah. Now, which means we have come now to the full climax of the revelation of God as Father. What is a father? Because the fatherhood has to do with the status of being a father. A father is a progenitor, is somebody who begins, is the originator, and does not only stop at being an originator, but is a maintainer and a provider. So God has come to the climax of revealing that he's not impersonal towards us. He's not a far off being from us, but he has a relationship of covenant with us where actually being a senior partner he's actually our father one who by his will has brought us about and john chapter one tells us this that as many as accepted jesus christ they were given the authority to become children of God, not according to the will of the flesh or even the will of men, but according to the will of God. In other words, we are born spiritually into this family where God himself, who is spirit, is our father. And Jesus Christ, in the manner that he walked here on earth, how he conducted himself, he was revealing this special relationship into which we are being called, into which we are being initiated. And when we put our trust in him, we become children of God. And as we continue to obey him, all that he has charged us, we are sanctified by the word which is true. And by sanctified, it means we are being made exclusively his. And we are growing into maturing as sons, having started off as infants, as children. When we walk a path of obedience in this covenant relationship, we mature into being sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. He has adopted us and given us a spirit, a spirit which in us, Christ, Abba, Christ, Father. We are no more talking of him as a master, a God that is far from us, but we have been brought in to experience his fatherhood 
that as a father, number one, he has given birth to us. But not only that, as a father, he keeps us. He provides for us. He leads us. He gently directs our steps. And he's concerned about us. And the last point I want to just uh, 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 put out there is this. You said there is another side of him which he has revealed in Psalm 68 where he says he's a father to the fatherless Mm. and a husband to widows. Mm. And James says a clean religion is a religion where we keep ourselves unspotted from the world and we visit the widows and the orphans in their afflictions. Now that, when we do that, it's actually the realization of Yudhevabhe Elohim being a father to the fatherless and a husband to widows in his holy habitation. Because when we obey to exercise this king religion, it actually releases him to become the father to the fatherless and a husband to widows in his holy habitation, the body of Hamashiach, Mm. the church kingdom. I hear you quite well. If you just joined us, welcome to it. Thank you so much for joining us. We are touching base on the fatherhood of Yahuwah Elohim. What it is even all about. Part two of this. Talking to Muruti Karabomraka, Baruch Yahu, and also uh, Pastor Samuel Kabambas on the line. Mayaki, let me come to you. Uh, the very aspect of his fatherhood, you know, um, it is that also he is our guide. Uh, Jeremiah 3 verses 4 speaks, Jeremiah. We always say Jeremiah. There's no J. Jeremiah uh, um, uh, sp- speaks with regards to this, chapter 3, verses 4 and 19. Will you from this time cry to me, my father? You are the guide of my youth. But I said, how can I put you among the children and give you a pleasant land, a beautiful heritage uh, of the hosts of nations? He is showing his fatherhood by giving us a beautiful heritage. You know, Um, uh, he is showing his fatherhood on us by being our guide, even from our youth. It's amazing, therefore, there. Baruch Yahu. Truly, truly amazing, Maaki. Truly amazing mm. what the book here uh, I want us to go to the beginning. Yes. In the book of Barashit, which is known, uh, which has been translated today to be Genesis, but yeah. the original version is Barashit, mm-hmm. which is chapter 1, number 26. Yeah. And uh, Alashim, Alashim means the Almighty. Yeah. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule. 
right? Mm-hmm. That is what he said. And in that, we can be able to establish that the end was declared from the beginning. When, because he's having a conversation with somebody. Mm. He's speaking to somebody. So when you say in, in the book of Parashit, that is why we say the end was declared. Yahusha was revealed. Yahushai, the master, was revealed. Now when you go to the book of John, John 3, uh, number, number 16, he says, For Yahuwah Alahim so loved the world, that he gave only his brought for son, mm. so that everyone who believes in him should not perish, but possesses everlasting life. That is his love. Yeah. Now, when you read the book of John, or Yahukanan, chapter 5, he speaks the Messiah. There is no many messiahs, but there is only one. Mm. We will not go and translate and say in English he's called this, in that he's called this. No, because we've addressed the issue of the name. That That mm. is why he says, another will come in my name and you will accept him. Now we have to be clear and to be able to comprehend that we have, when we, if we're going to use a, a, a what you call it, the Hebrew language, to address the name of the master, right, and translate the name of Jesus, then to say, okay, let's translate it to Hebrew. It gives you the name Jesus. Mm. It gives you the name Jesus. And Jesus, in, it, it's a horse. It's not a person. So the master came to deliver us from all this wickedness that we are in today. Meaning that, that shows the love of Abba unto us because we speak of, you spoke of his grace, you mm. spoke of his favor, you spoke of his compassion and his blessed assurance, salvation. Mm. Salvation is only in one name. That is the name of Yahusha. No any other name. That is why he is clear, my Aki. He is clear in, in, in when, we, when we, I mean, we, we, have been, we have been made to lose or not to understand what we are following because we have these translators that have uh, uh, that gathered at, at Alexandria and started to bring in all these kind of versions that we are following today. Mm. And that is how we got lost. Because mm. the scripture clearly speaks of John 5, 43, I said, I have come in my father's name. Please, not name, but name. Yeah. John 17, 11, he prayed to his father, keep, him through, keep them through your name, which you have given me. He doesn't say names which, which you have given them or, or, or us or you know, names, he doesn't pluralize it, he makes it one. Because it is the name that is only one, the name that is the name of deliverance. Now, that shows the love of Abba. That, that is how the Yasharal were delivered in the house of bondage. That 
they they had to put on uh, 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 they had to mark their houses with uh, with blood mm. like before their houses now when you look at when you look into the book or, or should i say when you look at what the blood means the blood brings deliverance the dam it is called in hebrew it is called the dam or even let me not even say hebrew but in abarim ibarim it is called the dam it is the dam of Yahushai Hamashiach that has saved our forefathers. And it is still also the dam that is going to save us. When you read the book of Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10 says, For it is impossible, number four, for it is impossible for the, for the dam of the blood of bulls and of goats to take away sins. Mm. Therefore, coming into the world, he says, slaughterings and meal offering you, you do not desire. But a body yes, he has for me. So we no longer need ascending offerings. We no longer need all the other names of wickedness, the names that we thought that are names that will bring us deliverance all along. That is why we are still in bondage today. That is why the world is still in chaos. The coming of the Messiah is to come and clean up all the wickedness that is in the world today. Mm. That through one name, the name of Yahushai Hamashiach. I hear you. I hear you quite clearly there. We are talking about his fatherhood, what it is even all about. And, uh, uh, Professor, let me bring this to yes. you. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 has always given me a problem, man. especially the first sentence there uh, it says in this manner therefore you should pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name what troubled me is the aspect of hallowed which means lift up exalt extol respect honor remember handle with reverence trembling and fear obey love and adhere to amongst things of what it means. And it is the aspect also that takes me into the very notion of saying our Father in heaven. Which means if we do not hallow his name in terms of how I have explained uh, we basically are not referring to him rightly as our father in heaven because he speaks of heaven as a throne and also of his sovereignty. Our father, here it shows the fatherhood that is sovereign, but it also shows the fatherhood that has laws that should be adhered to. Um, it shows the fatherhood uh, who has a fierce name even though it's merciful, even though it is salvation. But this name is the name of the Creator, even though uh, we can call on this name, we should, call it, we should call on it by hallowing. That means respect, observe, follow, uh, adhere to, bow to, worship, honor, uh, uh, amongst many things. And never in whatsoever 
contaminated. Because if we do, then we are not referring to the fatherhood that is established in the throne that is in heaven. I don't know if I'm correct um, in speaking this. That is why I said it was give me a problem. In my research, I have said that many times that uh, the concept of hallowing his name should be respected in such a way that it gives a true meaning of understanding when we say he is seated on the throne in heaven and earth is his footstool. But it also speaks of his sovereignty and rulership over all and his power over all. This is a fatherhood that is divine, full of priesthoods, but also a fatherhood that is full of kingships. I don't know if I'm correct with regards to that. We are taken into, adopted into a royal priesthood, which is a fatherhood in itself, and uh, which is sovereign. I don't know if I make sense, Professor. Uh, uh, thank you very much. For, for <laughs> okay, you are making sense, actually. Uh, you know, um, you know. First of all, I want to say something that uh, might help uh, us. You know, we uh, we don't want to miss out uh, the the opportunity. Uh, the reason why we are sharing the word tonight, or even many uh, uh, many other times. Uh, the opportunities, I mean, that uh, the people who are following us, they need to come out with something that will grace them, something that will uh, help them to grow and uh, even to clear uh, some uh, knowledge, to clear some few things that they did not, uh, maybe did not know for, for mm. some time, and also allow them to have, uh, to be participants of whatever is going on. Because this, uh, uh, the, the, the time we spend on the radio is not only for us. Mm-hmm. It's for the millions out there who want to be participants, who want to participate. We don't want to confuse them. We yeah. want them to give them a message that is so clear, then they know where they're standing. Very, I think it's very important that we, 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 we come up with that because uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we, that's the reason why we are on the radio. That's the reason why we can to share the word. Yes. Now, coming back to what you just said right now, is uh, um, you, you went into the book of uh, Matthew, and uh, trying to understand because you said it's giving more, it's giving you trouble. Maybe it's going to also give me trouble because I want to go through that as well, read and uh, make us understand two things. Mm. Now, when you go from uh, from verse seven of uh, Matthew six, uh, here uh, the Bible reads: When you pray, don't rumble like heathens mm. who think they will be heard if they talk a lot. Mm. Don't be like them. Your father knows before you ask him. Mm. Now, nine start by saying, this is how you should pray. First of all, he's talking about your father knows what you should ask him. Already there, we're talking about a relationship. We're talking yes. about it is your father. I mean, he knows. Mm. But the rest, what he do is they think that by talking too much or talking a lot, they will be hurt. But as for you, your father knows what you need before even you ask. Mm. Already when he says your father, it simply means that there is already a relationship. Yes. There is already, already what you call a connection mm. between them and the father. Yeah. Now, nine comes and says, 
when you pray, don't pray like them. Because remember, he said, them, but they talk too much. They talk a lot, mm. thinking that they shall be heard and they will get the answer. But as for you, you don't need to talk like them. What you need to do, as your, your problems already are known, because there is already a relationship, what you need to do is, when you pray, our Father in heaven, this is you should pray, our Father in heaven, meaning, Father, we know that you are seated in heaven. Mm. Now, being seated in heaven, your name cannot be connected with any other name because you are holy. Mm. You need to be separated. You're not like any other father, but you are a different father mm. who's seated above anything. Now, already there is showing you a few words that you've mentioned. It's showing the reverence. It's showing the respect. It's showing the consideration. It's showing how uh, we are considering the father that we are in relationship with. Mm. Knowing that he knows everything about us. He is in control. Yes. He knows whatever we need. But when we come to him, we don't come to remind him anything. We don't come to tell him the things that he does not know. Mm. He knows already. But the only thing we need to do is to come with reverence before him. Mm. Is to come with acknowledgement. Is to come with consideration. Knowing that the place where he is is as high, as great, as uh, I mean, as huge, as powerful the way we are. The mere fact that he's not in our own league, meaning that he can answer us at any given time. Mm. That way, the word Allah came in. The word Allah says to be kept holy, mm. to be separated. He's not yes. part of the whole equation. Yeah. He's, he's above the equations. He's above the problems. He's above anything. Now, Jesus goes on telling them, when you come to, 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 to the Father, you, need, you don't need to come to him as if somebody who is unable to answer you. Mm. You need to come to him with that assurance that he is able to answer you no matter what. That he is well prepared to answer you no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance. Because yes. he is your father. A father is a protector. He is a deliverer. He is a rewarder. He is the one who is able to take care of you even when you are you, you you've been you are already I mean down you don't know what to do. A father is must be able to do that. Must be able to to bring you up. Now, this uh, scripture the way it comes because you see after that it, it, it tells it says let your kingdom come and mm. let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. Now here it's about you know we know that everything pertains to you. Your kingdom is bigger than our kingdom. Yeah. If you bring your kingdom down, then we're not going to leave whatever that you are living. We're going to leave something more greater, superior than what you're living. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means something is already taking place in heaven that we are not aware of, are we not in touch with. Mm. As we've made you different, sorry, I'm not make you, but as we've considered you different from anything, from anybody, from any God that you can see around, we know already that you are capable of answering our calls, answering our prayers, and as we come to you, we are so confident that you are coming to talk to a father. 
And this is what, I mean, uh, the Messiah was kind of bringing to, to, to the people, making them reason and understand. Now, I want to finish on this. You know, uh, my brother touched, I mean, the scripture in the beginning, the scripture in, in, in Genesis 1, 26. You know, when the Lord says, remember, he said, uh, let's make man out of our image and our likeness. Now, when Jesus Christ came in, uh, in, this, uh, in this scripture, as you're speaking to them, he's making them reason and say, when you speak, know that you are not from any other place, but you are from the Father. Mm. Because he created you. He made you. Then you are connected to him. Because you need to remember, at this time, uh, the Messiah wasn't yet, I mean, uh, dead. He was still alive, but they're speaking to them. Mm. Making them realize, I mean, that you know what, because some, uh, you call yourself the children of East, I mean, of Abraham, Sorry, you call yourself children of Abraham. You know, Abraham is the father of, I mean, as you know, he's the father of faith. And if everyone that is calling, I mean, uh, him, as, I mean, is calling him, uh, I mean, the father, you need to uh, I mean, acknowledge where Abraham is coming from. You need to acknowledge what is going on in Abraham. Because Abraham became what he's become, because he used to be Abraham, and became Abraham because of what? Because he agreed to move away from whatever that he could move away mm-hmm. in order to connect to the father. And by connecting the Father, is kind of a reminder that we are not from the world, but we belong to the Father. As we belong to the Father, whatsoever that we need to do, whenever we come closer to Him, we need to have that in mind, mm. that we are capable of talking to a Father who is able to hear us and who is able to answer us and is not in any league, but is way above any other thing that we can, we, we, can, we can know or come across, because he is holy. And being holy is being separated from anything. That is uh, uh, the mind that I, mean, I can pick up from, the, from this uh, uh, scripture. Wow, I hear you quite well, Muruti. Thank you so much. And uh, if you just joined us, we are talking about the fatherhood of Yahuwah, Elohim. What is the fatherhood uh, of him like? To you, what do you make of it? Give us a shout, talk to us directly there. 012 or you can also talk to us on 012 Let's hear what you say. And uh, you can send us a WhatsApp, it's 0826 Two seven two nine, and drop us a voice note also on the WhatsApp, and let's hear what you make of this, the fatherhood of our Elohim. What it is even all about? One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit six five seven AM and seven two nine Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. For there is a time to search and a time to give up a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. 
Little Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.